Hey there, this is Alana Terry. Welcome to the Successful Writer Podcast. We're at the last month of the year. We're bringing things to a close. And so I want to talk to you today about just bringing some finishing energy into your projects. A lot of us can be really, really enthusiastic when we start a new story or start a new series. And then as we get farther along, either through the sloggy middle, or I know for me, I just resist wrapping up the end because I kind of rebel against feeling like everything needs to be tied in an itty bitty bitty bow (laughs) and, you know, kind of picture perfect. They all lived happily ever after. So sometimes it's really hard to bring finishing energy into your projects. And sometimes we need finishing energy even past the first draft, right? I don't know if you're like me, I've had times where I've had a first draft sit on my desktop for three or four months because I didn't feel like editing it. (laughs) I didn't have the energy. Or this is something I did early on in Successful Writer with my courses. I loved making the courses and then I just failed to launch them. I just didn't let people know that they existed. And so sometimes we might do that. We might need to bring some finishing energy, not just into wrapping up a first draft or polishing up a first draft, but to even get that book out published and get it marketed and to bring enthusiasm into that. So one of the best things about being creative is we have so many ideas, but it can lead many of us into the trap of not really bringing finishing energy well into things because we're just so ready to start the new thing. So first of all, if you have that problem, I just want to let you know that's a good problem to have. And it's a problem that lots of creatives, probably the majority of creatives have because the creating is the part that we're passionate about. The finishing something onto completion, maybe not so much. Like I, um, I've heard of quilters who they love the snipping, they love laying it out, and then they just hire somebody to do all of the like machine work to just get it from the idea to a quilt. Sometimes we can actually hire people to help us bring some finishing energy. That's why I think a lot of indie authors are turning to small publishing houses to handle things like the final edits and proofreads, writing the blurb getting it up on KDP. It's also why more people are hiring other people to manage their ads dashboard and things like that. Just because you're indie doesn't mean you have to do it all yourself. But for anybody listening who needs just kind of some ideas of how to bring finishing energy into this time of year, that's what we're going to be chatting about. And if you happen to be listening to this at some point, that's not the last month of a calendar year. I hope that it helps you to bring finishing energy into the projects that you're working on. Sometimes what I do is I, when I know I really need to bring some finishing energy and I'm having a harder time than usual doing that is I will make a compromise with my creativity. My creativity might be telling me, wouldn't it be really fun to go and make another course for authors? And my logical side is saying, yeah, but what about finishing up this book? Or yeah, but what about completing this project that you started? Sometimes we can make a compromise and that would look something like this. Let's spend 45 minutes on edits. And then if you feel like it, the rest of the day, you can spend on writing something new or plotting that new book or researching your new book or things like that. We can kind of 
treat our creativity. I do this all the time. I treat my creativity like a little preschooler, like smart, precocious, genius, but also like kind of stubborn. And you can't really force him to play. You've got to like create the right conditions where he wants to play. That's how my creativity works. And so compromises can be really effective, both with preschoolers and with your creativity. Do this first, then you get to do that. Sometimes it might need to be a little bit more higher level thinking. So instead of, okay, write for an hour on the book that you need to finish because you're committed to it and you've got a pre-order due, and then you can take the rest of the day to work on outlining your new fantasy series, right? That's one kind of compromise. But another kind of compromise is just sort of telling yourself that you're going to be able to reap the rewards in a little bit, right? It's the idea of delayed gratification. When we put marketing energy, for example, into the book we've just launched, that gives us more money, which allows us to have a longer and more sustainable writing career. It allows us to buy ourselves more creative energy in the future because we can hire out help or things like that. So sometimes it's like a straight up compromise. Do the job that you don't want to finish up for this amount of time. And then you get that amount of time to work on this one thing. Sometimes I do this with my house plants. I'll tell myself, okay, do, do these three jobs first. Then you get to go and water everything and take care of all your house plants, right? Um, which brings me to another way to kind of find some finishing energy. And that's to actually come up with some rewards for yourself. Maybe this means that after you finish a first draft, you buy yourself a nice dessert or you take your significant other out for a nice dinner or you book yourself a massage. Or if you're really limited on a budget, maybe it just means like you give yourself half a day totally off to just binge Netflix or something or to eat a delicious bowl of ice cream. Ways that we can reward ourselves for finishing something sounds a little bit silly. It sounds like, okay, we're all adults. We should be beyond having to bribe <laughs> bribe ourselves, but it can be effective. And even if you don't need the reward to bring the finishing energy, it also is just a nice way to appreciate the work that you put into your business. Some people work so hard that they become resentful of their readers or of their writing schedule or really of their life because they work so hard and never really like pamper themselves. So remember, you're the employer and the employee. And an employee is not going to be happy if they're working 80 hour weeks without any kind of sense of appreciation or any kind of patting on the back. Hey, I see you. You did a good job. So if you've been working really, really, really hard, let's say you just finished up a 10 book series or something like that. Find a way to treat yourself to something. It can be big. It can be small. It can be a vacation or it can be a half an hour watching funny dog videos or listening to a stand-up comedian you like and just turning the writing side of your brain off and treating yourself to something rewarding. Another way to kind of tap into some of your finishing energy is to imagine the finished product. This is where we can bring some of this amazing gift of imagination that as creatives we have been blessed with. So the most obvious example is the brand new writer. I think anybody who has been published in print remembers the first time you held the print version of your book with your name on the cover and your words inside. That is an amazing feeling that basically can't be replicated. <laughs> 
ever, but we can, we can train our brains to look forward to rewards like that. So maybe it is visualizing yourself holding this finished book and how good it's going to feel and putting it up on your shelf with all your other books so that you can always remember how hard you worked. Or maybe it's something a little bit less direct. And so you're going to visualize how good it will feel to maybe go to your sales page and to see that this book is your best-selling book or that you've gotten like your first 10 reviews are all really glowing. And so it's a way to kind of look to the future to keep yourself inspired and encouraged. It's almost like the marathon runner who in the last five miles pictures himself at the finish line. They picture how it's going to feel to cross that line. Sometimes we need to kind of project our vision forward in order to bring finishing energy to the marathon that writing is. Lastly, I want to encourage you to regularly be connecting with your goal. This is another way to keep yourself from becoming really burned out or really resentful of your business and really, really overworked. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why did you start writing and why do you continue writing? And sit with that question. And if your answer is, I started writing because I love and adore it. And I continue to write because I am scared to do anything else. Or I don't know how else to pay the bills. Or I'm doing it just because it's what I've been doing for the last five years. And so it's the only thing I know at the moment. Sit with it longer until you can connect with a deeper why. And that's not to say that your why today needs to look like the why you had when you started writing. But when we connect with our why, it's again, reminding ourselves to always be pushing. And sometimes we need to remember, okay, why am I pushing so hard? I read a book called, I think it's called Deep Survival. And it's about stories of people who went through really extreme kind of life or death situations. And the author wanted to find the scientific explanation to explain how some people survive and some people die in situations like this. One of the, the hallmarks, he said, of the people who survive these really intense situations is because they, in his interviews with these people, they always knew who or what they were surviving for. And I think it was always really a who. They were surviving for their spouse or for their kids or to get back home to their loved ones. So connect with your deepest why. Is it so that you can touch readers with your words? Is it so you can express the, the beauty and the art that you kind of feel inside that needs some way to come out? Is it because you want to support your family? Is it because you want to prove to your junior high teacher who said that you were a terrible writer that you can do it? There's no judgment as to whether your reason for being a writer is the right or wrong reason, but it's your reason. And so you can connect with that reason. Lastly, I feel like it's really important when we talk about finishing energy, I just want to remind people gently that just because you start a project does not mean that you need to finish it. You are always, always, always in control. Sometimes things happen. Sometimes your writing style changes. Like I started a romantic suspense three years ago, got halfway through, and then I don't know what happened. I didn't finish it. I started something else. So about half a year ago, I was like, you know what? I've got half a book written. Why don't I just finish that up? And then boom, there's another book. But the writing was so different. I didn't even remember where the story 
had been meaning to go. And so sometimes it is okay to walk away from a book. It's also okay to walk away from a series. If readers are not buying your series, or if you have lost all joy at your series, it is okay to step away and do something else. I'm not saying you always need to. And sometimes the smartest choice is going to be to wrap it up. But especially if your series isn't selling, then I don't want anybody to feel like you have to finish something just because at one point three years ago, you thought that you were gonna do that. The writing life and the creative process I see is very dynamic. And I see it as a back and forth between us and our readers. I write a book, my readers read it and love it and want more. If I write a book and nobody buys it, then that's telling me that I can move on to something else. So yes, finishing energy is important. Here are some tips to get yourself motivated to finish things up. But sometimes, and I, I wouldn't make a habit of this, but I always want you to remember that you do have permission to walk away from something if it is not working out. So I hope that's encouraging for you and we'll talk to you later.